I have a man and he was 100% faithful to me. And he was everything that I asked for. He was funny, smart, successful, with a big dick, no kids, and <laughs> tall and dark skin. No, what this goes on. Two tallers and a Yorkie with a pit bull and a dope man. And a backyard with a lot of land and a acres on acres and a pool with a hot tub and a business and a company. He a CEO and a entrepreneur. No, not if I don't catch me. Big dick with a small dog in a backyard with a pool. I don't know what it is, but I just love being black. DJ here. What up, doe? It's your girl Blair. You know, my melanin was popping yesterday. It's popping today, and it's sure enough gonna be popping tomorrow. It's your boy Red, and you're listening to the Highly Melanated Podcast. Highly Melanated Podcast, the safe space where it is okay to celebrate yourself, to be happy, and to, like I said earlier, to love thy neighbor. It's all I can keep coming up with. Love thy neighbor. We must love each other, y'all. PJ is... PJ is ready for this weekend, you know, as I celebrate uh, another year around the sun. Okay. Uh, Red, I am ready for this weekend to sit my ass still as I'm not going to do anything except for maybe work on my costume, but that's a whole other topic. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to sit inside the house. Red. <laughs> and Blair is also looking forward to the weekend for reasons you just told y'all off the record um but on the record looking forward to the weekend because i will be having a good time all right good vibrations vibrations no low vibrational plates over here none none. we left that last episode none none and if they low vibrational plates you eat them until they high vibrational plates problem solved i'm also cracking up at that video that you sent where she said well first of all they both paper plates so (laughs) (laughs) so they both were paper plates and like she said y'all both eating corn which has no nutritional value whatsoever okay um and as always guys thank you guys for coming back for another episode uh for those of you who are new here welcome niggas for those of you who have been here since the beginning or have come throughout the ride, we appreciate you. You go ahead and take a seat at the Melanated Manor. We are so excited to have you um, as well as continue to follow us on social media, such as Instagram and TikTok. That will be highly melanated podcast. With the capital T at the end, my goodness. Uh, make sure you keep up with us on email at highly melanated podcast at gmail.com. And it's okay to make a mistake, even if it's three times in a row, like we did. So if you, you've made a mistake once in your life, you're all invited to the cookout over at Twitter at H underscore Melanated Pod. Exactly. Uh, Full disclosure, we had to record that intro three separate times. That's that, why that, PJ say, I said earlier, uh, yeah. there was the, that was the earlier. Y'all didn't hear the earlier, but that was the earlier. <laughs> that was the earlier. Three times. And so, okay, sidebar. Guys, you know how I like to start with a sidebar. So... Last episode we recorded, um, 
when Blairis, you said that it's never happened to you, and I was trying to find the episode where it did happen to you, where your phone went don't off. Trying to, don't be trying to pull the car facts and pull the receipt. <laughs> pull the Listen. car facts, but pull it later than normal. I only wanted to bring that up um, just because this is uh, Red's third time, so we're keeping tabs now. Um, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm, That's not fair. My do not disturb was on, and clearly this person, whoever they may be, wanted to disturb. Really like, they definitely wanted to disturb. I really, I really think that they need to actually take that fucking feature off, y'all, because I'm tired. Uh, if, like, like how I don't care if you call back to back. Well, you can actually turn that setting off, even if it turn if it calls back to back, you can like cancel them out. Period. That doesn't matter. I don't care how many times you call me. Yeah, but who's really thinking about that? Oh, let me just, let me take out my spam calls that are like, you know, three in a row. Like, uh, you know. So side, uh, another sidebar, shout out to, uh, sorry, Blair, but shout out to uh, the people with Androids who don't know that people have their phones on Do Not Disturb when we have an iPhone. Because if I call, if I text someone that is on their phone is on Do Not Disturb, it says their phone in silence. So I know either they're not going to get this or just, you know, just wait. Um, but people without Androids don't know. So I say shout out to that because like shout out to my uncle who was trying to reach me uh, the other week and was mad because he couldn't get me. And he called me at like seven o'clock in the morning. First of all, everybody knows I'm a late riser. Um, why would you call me that late, that early? I'm not up at that crack of dawn for me. Um, and then got mad when he called the second time, two hours later. And I still wasn't up because uh, I get up around 11 o'clock or so. <laughs> um, but in, in other news, I wanted to uh, see how you guys are doing this week before we get started. How has how your week been? What is today, Tuesday? My God, I guess that tells everything. <laughs> so my week is kind of just getting started, but so far it's been good. Mine has been very, very, very busy. Been busy the past four days. I, I went to like three events and network after to all three events so yeah it's been i'm on event networker it's okay been, it's only tuesday how is how is it three days so. you've been doing your thing man we're so proud of you so i'm just gonna you know i'm gonna keep saying it forever and ever and ever and ever um but i'm i'm, I'm really excited for you um you don't look tired let's just say that you know you look lovely you're, you're water. it's water okay so side okay no sidebar but you know that you know that's your favorite word. <laughs> it really is my favorite word. Um, this week has been great. Um, and I'm excited for the new shout out to um, LO from Decoding 40. Uh, I am now working with his uh, Merrill unit, his wife, um, and teaching at this school. And it's actually so much more aligned with the kind of students I want to teach, what I want to teach, which is broadcasting as well as podcasting, but mainly broadcasting and live streaming um, and watching these kids just light up. I feel like so rejuvenated getting back into purpose because all summer didn't have that. Um, so now I just, I just I'm just feeling really good about things um, up until I realized I, I now it's time to take the goddamn air conditioner out the fucking window. Because it's cold. So, here's the thing. Fall is absolutely my favorite season. <sighs> I feel like I'm 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 waiting to see if we're actually going to really get like a true fall or if it's just going to cascade right into winter. I'm hopeful that we'll ke we'll keep this fall weather for a little while before the snow comes, but I don't know. I don't I'm know. sure I'm sure it'll transition very smoothly from fall into Armageddon. So I'm just going to wait. <laughs> we didn't even have a lot of snow last year, so I 
but that's memory. the thing it's just because the hur- like hurricanes yeah. just didn't come rolling through at that time but, i'm scared if it, once it does hit because you know it always like skips either every other year or every two years when like we don't have a blizzard then we'll all of a sudden get a blizzard shout out to everybody in the tricep area you know what this feels like um he's in atlanta uh shout out to uh one of my good friends um out he's it's just said for the first time ever i had to turn on my uh his uh what's it the thermometer the thermostat he had to turn on his thermostat and turn his heat on and he's like oh, i don't know that i don't appreciate I, I this feel so sorry sorry for him Boo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> right like why is it, why is this a conversation exactly oh pity it's so it's so sad <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, now it's question of the week, question of the week, question of the week, your questions as they pertain to you perspectively and introspectively. So what I want to do is I actually want to preface this by one of the events that I went to and just talk about that and how I came across this question. Um, So I had the, I was very lucky to go to an event that was sponsored by Variety And at the event, they had several people who were not only producers, major producers and major actors in in film, but also Broadway. So, I mean, they had Lee Daniels there. They had Samuel Jackson and his wife. They were keynote speakers. Um, They also had uh, Jesse Williams, Jesse Tyler Ferguson there, Mm -hmm. the cast of Take Me Out. Um, they, They had a bunch of people there. So I was very excited to like, watch them and listen to their journey um but I think one of the most riveting things that I saw was um Samuel Jackson and his wife um their interaction they were hilarious I didn't realize how funny they were especially together like I I knew separately but together they were just kind of going back and forth and um they were talking about their journey and what it was like to do piano lesson and so on and so forth And it got me thinking, um, years later, did they expect this to be the relationship that they have? Because one of the questions that the panelists had uh, was, how do you, is it difficult for you guys to give feedback to one another? And what is that like? And it was this awkward silence and Sam L was all like, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Like, you know, <laughs> didn't want to, you know, let his personal life out a little too much. Um, and she started talking about how she basically um, complimented him on him being an amazing actor, but he often misses the smaller details. Mm. Um, so she's really big on like, you know, a whole... 150 page script she'll pick out one line and like what does it mean to you and sml was like i don't i don't fucking know what it means to me why it's not important and then come to find out it is because he missed out on it because he's not a sibling or whatever the connections may be so i just thought it was such really good feedback for them to just talk about just those different those different facets but my question to you is and it could be relationships um or it could be situations but what is one thing that like completely caught you caught you off guard or surprised you about a particular person that maybe you dated um for better or for worse um because like those are the things like that make 
the I guess the relationship gel or fall apart mm-hmm. okay before I before I answer this question okay um I want to preface this by saying shout out to the universe for um us actually having an episode where we honored Samuel Jackson and talking about we're going to manifest uh, that any one of us is going to work with him and it's already started moving in a direction where you're now in the same room with him. I was so close. <laughs> okay. I want to shout out that. I really I really want to um, let you guys know, number one, really put that shit out there, what you guys want to do um, and just watch it slowly come into fruition. I guarantee you he saw you and maybe maybe may remember you. Who knows? You know. I hope he didn't think I was like a psycho because I was definitely staring him down like, look at me, look at me, sir. Looking, <laughs> notice me. Who is this motherfucker notice right here? <laughs> um, but to answer your question, um, and if I understood your question correctly, was um, what was something that someone did that completely threw you for a loop that you wouldn't think that they would do? If that, is, yeah, if that... yeah, yeah, like what the what they what they would that they did do would do, and it doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to be good. I think it's just a matter of not being able to always see the entire picture of everything. Hmm. Okay. So I'll say this. Um, that changes trajectory of our situation. I'll begin with the first time that I shut down in front of the last relationship I was with, um, where I was expressing a hardship that I was going through with family. And his response was, I don't want to hear about this. I'm having a good day. Um, That was unexpected. I never thought somebody would say something like that. Um, And it changed me going forward, opening up to people, or at least him, um, because I don't want to, number one, bring people down with my shit. And number two, like, I can't depend on you with my emotions, with my feelings. Um, but I, I, I don't want to just lead it off with just that because I don't really care about talking about him any further, especially since I'm in a happy situation. Um, so, but that's the first thing that popped in my head when you when you said it. I was gonna say, Red. I hope that you have a positive one to round us out with because I couldn't really think of anything. And then PJ said his thing, and I was like, Oh, I got one now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also not of the most positive peppy persuasion. So I hope you have something that's gonna bring us bring us back to the fold. But um, or I can yeah. I can or we could do one in both. I can I can think of a positive one. No, maybe. it's okay. Straight yourself now. This is the path of the road. Um, I was gonna say the thing that PJ, you made me think of was I was um the person said to me, um, I don't want to hear what you have to say because you're wrong. The way you feel and the way you think is wrong. I was like, oh well. Before you even Open your mouth and say. Um, it was in, it was in the middle of me expressing my thoughts and feelings, and because it was not the same as how this person thought, they told me, "I don't want to hear what you have to say. You're wrong. What you feel is wrong." So I was like, "Oh," and as you can imagine, that changes how you interact with somebody and 
how you form a relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. So, Red, I hope you have something positive because <laughs> we owe for two right now. <laughs> As he scratches the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> This was a lot of pressure. I had to try and change up a different answer. Yeah, let's go you know? for the trifecta. Say the oh. first thing that comes to mind, whatever it is. If it's negative, let it be negative. Just, you know, we're okay. we going to round it out at the end of this episode with some happy, positive, peppy things, I'm sure. I um, I, I think it's, a, I think for me, uh, if I can, if I can try and make it at least a little ba- a little bit balanced, maybe we make it a 2.5. Um, I think that we often talk about a person and how we want to see nothing but the positive of a person, but a person, a human is made up of bad and good, dark and light kind of thing. And I think sometimes in in the recent past the the particular person that I was talking to they were a little selfish and so there were times that I kind of really needed to lean on them and they weren't able to see that and that was disturbing to me because remember I'm, I'm I'm very I like to be introspective so I know when I'm having a, a huge issue or a hard time and the person kind of just saw me in that and they were just like, eh. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and for those you can't see, I kind of just shrugged my shoulder and that's problematic to me because like, especially if you're supposed to be getting to know the person or close to the person, people should be able to see that. Like people can see, like if I was, if I go, I was to go to my mom and dad's house right now and I was not okay. They're able to see it immediately. Like people around you are supposed to like be able to take that and, and, and make sure that you're okay. My sister can see it. My best friends can see it. So it's just like, if you're getting to know me, then how, how come you don't see that? And that's a, to me, that's a, that's a red flag. And I think I was surprised by it because this person was such a social butterfly. And it's like, you care about all these other people on how you're viewed but meanwhile you can't you can't see that i i'm having this technical difficulty or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. um on the flip side the same person also uh tended to be very accommodating with a lot of different things mm-hmm. and what i determined from that was that that person um kind of did it on their terms which mm-hmm. ultimately left let let me just let them go and i said i don't i don't need that um you can't always do everything on your own terms right um so yeah so it it, and it's growing because you know people realize that they that they did it some people realize that don't realize that they do it and i think when you look at somebody from say for face value you want one thing and we talked about this from last episode having resting bitch face or resting black face and you know here you are you're looking concerned but maybe you just want to help and people don't people think that you're 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 judging them you're looking like you're angry so people think that you're going to beat them up i'm sitting here with a blank face because that's just i just need to rest my face i don't need to be making up no extra facial reactions for nobody (laughs) so Mm. so yeah so taking for face value and not digging deeper okay now i want to come up with a positive one (laughs) 
Do you have one, Blair, if I did come up with one? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll, okay, so let me actually do, I will, I will have one, and this one is family-based. Um, and I'll say this because I just experienced this, and I didn't know it. Um, so as, as you guys know, and I said this before in one of the last episodes we did um, in reference to my cousin passing away. Um, and because I've lost my grandmother, my aunt, and my cousin, the three most important people on my mother's side of the family that have always supported me, losing them, um, I felt like I was never going to have that again from a family member. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say that I don't have it because, but they're just the only ones who always verbalize it. Um, I was walking to the train station and my cousin on my father's side happened to hit me up. Now, remember again, guys, um, I am, I am just maybe within the last, actually within the last um, eight years have been beginning acquainted with my cousins, my brothers, my sisters, you know, and uncles and aunts um, on my father's side. There's only one aunt left. Um, and how I've always, how I fit in with them now, the way Dawn texted me, she didn't even know that, that I, I, she didn't even know the impact that she had. Cause she just really just said, I talk about you all the time. I want you to know, I love you and I appreciate you. And I'm rooting for you. Um, and she made a joke because I was in that the Spike Lee commercial, but I told her it was for the Super Bowl, but it ended up being for the um, Major League Baseball game. Um, and I never expected for a, for people who know that your family, who weren't raised with you, to take you in so much where you feel like you've been part of the family your whole entire life. Um, and I think that by her doing that, I kind of stepped in to where Tamika left off and Dawn, who was probably listening to this episode, shout out to you, Dawn. I love you so fucking much. Um, don't even, don't even realize just the, that right there, that little impact will now open me up even more to being able to be more vulnerable with her than I've already been my entire relationship that I've been, I've been building with her. Um, so I think that's a positive. Can that, can that work? That is positive. That's yeah, it, okay. is. it is. <laughs> gotta say this <laughs> i mean to 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 be fair i mean um i i it's a really difficult question to ask because i think relationships tend to be a little bit more complicated there's a lot of emotions there's a lot of opening up uh and in in, in family there's not that and not that you not there there isn't opening up i think there's less of it you you've already been with the person for your entire lifetime for the most part so there's not there's not that all of that going on, all those changes happening. Um, so that's why I equate. That's why I equate them coming in because they haven't been there my whole life. They they've been there from my adult life. Now I, me finally stepping into this. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, 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 no. I, I mean, I agree. I, that's why I did, wanted to ask this specific question because I saw the dynamic that um, Samuel Jackson and his wife were having, and I said it's so interesting for them to. I can only I, like I want to be their best friends and just like just chill and hang out with them because I can just imagine the the, the arguments and the talk that they have like all day long. Um, very, very interesting. Um, I'll give a po- I'll give a positive feedback as well, just to lighten it up. Um, Recently, I spoke to a family member and they told me that they were a little bit down um, and we had a discussion about what was going on with them. And um, 
they felt like they couldn't reach out to me. And that was un- unexpected because mm. you guys know how I am with my family. And I said to them, you can reach out to me at any time. And they said, oh, but you're so busy. And I, I get it. And I said, but when have I ever said, do not call me? Anybody that's in my circle has free reign to call me at any given time. And if I don't pick up or if I can't talk, I'll tell you that I'm busy or I, or I'm, I can't talk. And so it was a very positive moment because it was reinforcing and letting them know that I will always be there for them because I love them dearly. That's also beautiful. I'll be there. Just call my name. And I'll be there. I'm sorry. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know you got to. You got you to try to hit that Michael note, but I'm not going to do it. I that, try. That's for Michael to hit. Um, I, now I feel like it's not that I don't have one. I have millions of them, but I just, you know, I don't know if I can specifically like, you know. Cool. That's okay. That's, yeah. You guys did such a beautiful job. We're going to leave it there. See, I feel uplifted. That's lovely. It's so funny right now, especially because like, I feel like I'm always like the, just in life, I'm always the, um, the glass is half full, woke up on the sunny side of the room type of person. Like I can see the positive in any and everything. And I can, I think you guys just caught me right now. I'm just waking up from a nap. I have a headache. So my mind is like, not like, (laughs) So that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the cloud that I'm living in in this moment where it's like Rawr. when you say every time someone says like here comes my pop culture reference every time someone says um, about being a half class kind of full kind of guy or, or girl the first thing I think about obviously is Sinclair and I forgot I think it was Overton's family member who was saying this he's like man you 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 can bring sunshine to Roadkill and she goes you know, food for for the birds flying up above. You know, <laughs> like exactly. Everybody's got to eat. It's a circle yeah, so, of life. Yeah, I think that's. I think it's a, actually a really good thing to have. Um, I, it's speak- literally a conversation I was having with somebody yesterday, and he was just like, "You're just so you could just you you just always got something profound to say something." Because what did I tell him yesterday? Um, oh, um. Cause he was talking about, he didn't want to, he was tired. He did, he was, he was on his way to the gym, but he was tired. He's thinking about not going. And I was like, <clears throat> I was like, no, 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 that's just your body. I was like, don't, don't let your body tell your mind something that ain't true. Uh-huh. And he was like, what are you like an Oracle? Like, why are you always professing like these like profound statements? I'm like, I don't know. They just, they just come to me. They just, just come to you. You better, you better listen to them. I mean, look, I'm just saying. that is a really truthful said statement. Don't tell you, you know, it's like people saying like that you have a bad, mind something that ain't true. That's like saying that you have a bad arm. No, your, your arm is injured. Your arm is hurt. There's, it's not a bad arm because it will heal and it'll get better. Um, so, yeah, I like I, I, I love it when we can actually be able to think positively in some kind of way, regardless of whatever we're expecting, because based on the conversations that we may have had before, it may lead that way. Um, or the mood that we're feeling when we walk into a situation, you never know. Um, and I kind of like the way this is bleeding into the conversation that we're going to have today, guys. Oh, oh my goodness. It just happened so seamlessly. He's done it again, people. <laughs> <laughs> He's done it again. Okay. We deserve each other. 
And I'll just I'll just have you all know that normally we do come up with the topic ahead of time, but we didn't, and he still was able to make the transition seamless. He still did the damn thing. I love how he is talking in third or fourth person. <laughs> so. In case you were confused, the he we're referring to is red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in case anybody is confused. Okay. Um, so the conversation that we had uh, is kind of leading off of uh, shout out to uh, B. Simone and Megan Brooks for the No For Sure um, from the No For Sure podcast. Um, I'm sure you guys all follow them. And if you not actually do take a listen to them, um, I've been listening to them pretty heavy as well as um, this other podcast um, that Bern- uh, Bernice talked about. Uh, I And then we had sex podcast. Um, and I've just been loving getting now finally stepping into other podcasts again um, just to like not just to see what they're talking about, but just also like to get back into reality and like be, you know, social and understand and human, like stop listening to music everywhere I go. That's why I love podcasts. I Instead of just listening to music most of the time, unless I'm in a destination somewhere and I need a beat to walk to. I'm a grown woman. That's the one I usually listen to when I'm in I can do whatever I want. Shout out to them for the intro that you heard, guys, because that gave me the idea of having a conversation about like our expectations, like um, whether um, it's our expectations in relationships, our expectations uh, professionally, uh, personally with friendships, or just, you know, our expectations with ourselves. Um, And then facing the reality of those expectations when they either come to pass or they're, you need to low, Lowered expectations. It's by far also one of my favorite SNL skits. Um, or is that Matt TV? Number 428. That's Matt TV. Matt TV. Matt TV. Um, yeah. Shout out to Deborah Wilson, the GOAT. Um, so I, I wanted to ask you guys a few questions about like, what are your expectations when you walk into a new space? And it could be any expectation. Expectations. So like, I, here's an example. When I walk into a new space, I expect um myself to have a little social anxiety uh because i you know i don't know anybody and i expect myself to have to dig out um and step outside of my comfort zone in order to feel comfortable and feel safe around people um and then that expectation can either be met or not met by oh this place was cool as hell all you guys were cool as hell well i've heard of all these bad things but you guys are nothing like what i've heard or anything like that um, and trying to be more open as I walk into this space. Did that make sense? Yes. Um, my expectation when I walk into a room is by the end of the event, whatever it may be, the evening, the experience, the whatever it is, I will have a firm decision as to whether or not I would go again or do it again if it was a situation that I would put myself back in I fully expect to know that (laughs) by the end Mm -hmm. of the night Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) I mean that's just really like because I don't know you walk into a space especially if it's a space you've never been in before an event you've never been to or people that you've never been around you you have reasonable expectations as far as like you know, the basic things. Um, But part of the reason why you're walking into that space is to have a specific type of experience that you want to have. 
And so depending on whatever happens, you'll know at the end of it, whether or not that was accomplished. And if it's something you would want to do again, or if you didn't want to do it again, how would it have to be different in order for you to do it again? I, I think um, very recently, I'll say the past year, I think I go into a lot of places without any expectation. Oh, no, 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 I'll change that. That's not, that's not true. I go into places and I have a positive expectation. I think we get so wound up in what could be as and we don't do it in a we do it in a negative way and so you start becoming nervous uh and start having these negative thoughts of things that can ha happen it's all compounded um so what i've been doing is that i said i'm going to go and i'm going to have a really good time so going back to this variety event that i went to yeah i was nervous yeah i had anxiety because the person that I was supposed to go with, unfortunately, um, something something came up. So then I was suddenly by myself. But I definitely said, I'm going to go in there. And I said, I'm going to have a good time. And I'm going to take whatever I'm going to take from it. And I'm just, and whatever I get from it is what I get from it. You know, you can't really force things. So I dressed up. You know, I was in slacks. I was in a blazer. I, was, I, you know, I had some nice shoes on. Everybody, you know, said like, oh, you dress nicely today. And I'm all like, you know, so um, I realized I set myself up for success as opposed to really breaking down the walls and just saying, oh, I'm just going to wear this T-shirt and this, you know, jeans and they're ripped and nothing wrong with that. But it's just like, I just held myself to a higher standard. But that's the new me. The old me definitely was like, I, I had the expectation of like, oh my God, this is going to be awkward. Oh, I'm not going to necessarily know anybody. Oh, and I think, especially in our industry, we take for granted that we're entertainers. And I think a lot of people look at us and they go, oh, they could just get up on stage and just do whatever. But we're still like self-conscious of like mm -hmm. being able to portray ourselves right or portray the character right or, you know, say the right things or, you know, you know, you're a big actor, but there's a bigger actor. And if you said the right thing to them, we, we there's, there is a hierarchy. And I think we um, we just need to kind of break that. So I've been going into a lot of spaces with a very positive note and it's been very fruitful. So as you were talking about getting dressed and like what you had on and how you kind of had on a more elevated style and you said people like commented on like, oh, like you're dressed up. I think that's the other thing that can happen too. Like if you set a certain expectation and you're showing what your expectations are, I think people in the room rise to meet those expectations. So maybe like that wasn't like, not not your event in specific, in particular, but like just in general, like if you walk into a room and you have a certain expectation um, and you kind of emote that, I think that there's the potential for the people in the room to rise to meet that expectation. So I'm glad you said that because that it you literally, Blair, Blair, I grabbed my book because you literally was you literally went to where I wanted to go next because so this past weekend um I went to celebrate um 
Lee's birthday. Shout out to um, Lee Soldier, the House of Soldier. Um, I went to his birthday, and I seen someone that I have not seen um, in maybe about a year and a half or so. Um, and the last time I seen him, I was still drinking pretty heavy um, to the point where uh, our last interaction, I really don't remember what happened. All I remember is that he did not want to speak to me ever again. Um, but he wouldn't tell me what I did or what I said. I know that I was probably, my mouth probably got out of the way. Um, well, got in the way actually. Um, because, you know, I, you know, I've had the tendency to get a little bit more aggressive when I'm drunk. Um, and he said something to me that kind of like echoes what you're, what you're getting at. If I, if, if from my perspective, and he said to me, he's like, a lot of people say this, but say that they are this. But right now, I've watched you change. And he's like, you are really unbothered. And when I say unbothered, like, I never really understood what it means to be unbothered until he broke it down. He's like, you are not worried about anybody's expectation of you um, because you are still being who you are no matter what. Um, and whatever ideas that they have or whatever feelings that they want to emote onto you or whatever, it doesn't change you presently. Like you're not adjusting yourself to meet the needs of other people. Your needs are more important. Um, and you're putting yourself first. And he's like, I, he's like, and I've watched you this whole night. Shout out to you, Anubis. Um, um, and not to be stalkish or anything, but he's like, you have, I don't know what happened. Um, and I think a lot of what has happened was me learning how um, having those expectations of being awkward, having those expectations of, am I weird? Am I strange? Are people understanding what I'm saying? Am I annoying you? Am I funny? Am I serious? You know, worrying about what anybody else is saying um gets in the way of what the reality is because i'm too worried about the expectation that i can't focus on what's really going on right now presently um and living presently in the moment has actually made me understand how and when i was condescending whenever i was condescending if this makes sense it does i think um i think I, for those of you don't that don't know me well, I'm very big on semantics and like verbiage and the way that people utilize certain things. And I think a lot of people get caught up in the way certain things are used. And because of that, they don't have a good understanding or good definition of what certain things are. You can have a positive expectation. You can have an expectation that has, that the night is going to go perfectly, that the relationship is going to be a one and that you guys are going to get married and have three kids but i think we know we don't are not we're not realistic when it comes to the outcomes expectations and outcomes are different and those are determined the outcomes are determined by factors that you cannot necessarily control so i think the faster that you get under your belt to know that you can't control everything the quicker that you will not be disappointed at certain things. So I'll take that a step further and say that I think the issue comes into play because there's that. And then there's also 
people don't necessarily understand that there's a difference between fantasy and uh-huh. expectations. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that just kind of uh-huh. goes back to the clip that we played earlier with B. Simone and them just kind of like listing out like in a perfect world, if I could have every everything that I want, you know, and this this is this is a this is the fantasy, you know, like uh, what was she saying? You know, like tall, dark skin, big dick, Doberman. Uh, I mean, they're all very valid. <laughs> I mean, I mean, who, who does not want those things? I'm saying I agree with you, sis, but there's a difference between what we fantasize about and what we actually can expect. Because I think mm-hmm. fantasy is fantasy but expectation is your fantasy in a realistic world. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, what can you mm-hmm. realistically get or expect in this reality? Well, so then can, I'm sorry. I just want to piggyback on that real quick. So then can I ask the, the, the listeners out there and maybe even you guys, when, when, when do you, how do you draw that line or how you discern the difference between what's fantasy and what's and 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 then what's like uh, expectations or a high level expectations because you know you 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 don't I hear this a lot like let's just say let's go back to a particular person you want the guy who's like really tall you want you want them to be this you want them to be that if somebody doesn't have one of those things there's people that are out there that are like, nope, if that's not what it is, then I, I don't want it. Like, because I deserve the best. And then next to you know, that person is 97 years old and a cat lady. Like, you know. Well, and so that's the part that that I always say. It's like, it's fine for you to have your list. If that's what you want and those are your non-negotiables and that's, and that's what you want and it makes sense to you, then okay. But along with that, you have to accept the consequences that come with with being so rigid mm-hmm. and that just might be that you just might be single for the rest of your life for the rest of your life which is also okay there's nothing and it wrong is. with being single forever it is it is I, th- I think we live in a society that 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 means that if you are not in a relationship you are not valuable and um, that is and trash that Harvey. is trash that is some old disney princess oh, let's have daddy true. issues trash there's this uh girl that i that i came across on instagram and she was talking about basically how in this society um and there was an episode of sex and city about this too where it's all about there's all of these celebrations that are put on specific milestones in life but all of those milestones like include like your partnership with another person, like, oh, you got married, you bought a house, you had a baby, like all of these things that like are expected to be celebrated by the masses. And mm-hmm. there are things that are like individual, like, you know, like celebrations, like, oh, you just got a new job, like, congrats, like, but it doesn't go, it's not honored in the same way as like, oh, if you're getting married, like nobody throws, you know, 150, you know, guest wedding or uh, celebration like they do for a wedding that they would for like, if you got a promotion at work, like kind of thing. So like single people get- Happy promotion day. You Yay! know, there, there's no cake and dinner and celebration and DJ and whatnot, unless you put it together yourself. And if you do invite me, cause that sounds like a lit party. But um, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Like there's like all these celebrations that are put on 
um, your union with another person. But, you know, us as single people, you know, miss miss out on those things. So we have to we have to find ways to celebrate ourselves. And that's off topic. But like I was saying, like, it's just this the the idea of um, if you're going to have expectations on what you want in a partner or what you want in a relationship and you're not willing to budge on them, then you have to face the reality that, you know, you might not ever find somebody who checks off all those boxes. And you know what? I think it, 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 it goes down to what I was going to say before. Right. Um, and I was going to say this um, before you wanted to flush out what you wanted to say already. Um, because all of this kind of stems from, there's this saying that I really hate. And I'm, I hate this with such a strong word, but I, I, I accept it because it's true. Um, but there's more to it, and the the statement is, it is what it is. Um, things can be what they are. However, it is what you make it. So, like your perception of something and how you see something, always always changes. You know, like, okay, you're single, single, being single for a long period of time. And again, you know, and, and it, again, this is always, this is also very weird um, for as long as we've done this podcast and for this to be the flip of the situation um, where I'm the one in the relationship and you both are single, right? Uh-huh. Um, happily single, right? Um, and I'm happily in a relationship and it was flipped before and it was like, you know, great. And I wanted to be exactly where you guys were. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. And um to a whole other conversations you always want what you don't have you know and so so <laughs> and part two coming soon <laughs> but like the idea of setting these expectations and saying you know he's got to have this or she's got to have this and if she doesn't again like you said Blair if they, if these are your non-negotiables that's perfectly fine um but if this is being realistically if this is not fantasy if it's not based in anything that's man-made not based on what actually makes you happy then maybe you might be setting your expectations for fail like you might be setting yourself up for failure and that's what it is um so it's because that's what you made it to be so and it think, doesn't have to be that way. So to answer your question, Red, about like, how do you adjust for that? Like, how do you um, bring it down to kind of a world of reality? I think that's, the, it makes sense to me to start at the top, to like put like what's your ideal fantasy, if everything were perfect, you know, put up, put all of that out there. And then- you kind of have to adjust for it in a world of reality. So again, with the B. Simone example, you know, you want six foot tall, dark skin, CEO, uh, has his own house, like has a Doberman, like, okay, that's the fantasy. All right, let's take those things and let's start making some adjustments here or there, you know, like, does he have to be six foot like what if he's like you know five eight to five ten like is that you know uh what if it's not a doberman what if he has a golden retriever well uh what if he you know um isn't a ceo but he you know has a great job and he enjoys it like you know you have to start thinking about like what are the things that you can make 
adjustments for and really at the end of the day think about like are those adjustments really going to alter the fantasy that much so you're basically saying like just basically start from the top and just start taking things away one by one and seeing not taking things away not taking things away but adjusting them okay i just i just i I, well I, i said it like that because i just think it's so interesting to to listen to hear and to listen to people to listen to people talk about what is their non-negotiable or what is the thing that they cannot have so similar to B Simone's um uh, video there was another video that I actually saw like three weeks ago just scrolling through Instagram or uh, Instagram or TikTok one of those social media websites um and it was a similar conversation. They said, they said to a young lady, well, if, um, if he's like, you know, once again, if he's six foot tall and he has money and like he has this and he has that. And she, and she was just shaking her head. Yes. I want all that. Yes. I want that. And then she said, but he doesn't have a big dick. She was like, hell no. Like, and she would not budge off of that. And I said, Wow, I was just like, "What?" So is is Dick so your then my, fo- my, my my follow up to that would have been like, "Okay, let's let's flip it then. Like, what if he? Can't eat pussy. No. You know, like what what if he um is five two and like all those like all the different things, but right. he got a big dick and know how to use it." Well, okay, so let's 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 switch that on you because we, Blair, you you are known for you don't like short men, right? Not like you don't like short men, but wait, you wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I want you guys, I want you guys to understand the 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 look on Blair's face right now. Like you will not just take out a whole market for me. Like what? Okay, let me reword no, 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 no. that. No, no, no. First of all, there's a lot of things that we need to address in that. Number one, who said this is something I'm known for? No, 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 no. What does that become a that's lot of said, term that's, line? That's, that's what I said. Let me read. Her face is so serious. I want to know. <laughs> I'm dead right now. No, let me rephrase this. I don't mean known for, but you have said this before. What no, let me finish. Wait, wait, wait. I'm using, I'm, so many wrong words have come out of my mouth. I mean that you said you would prefer a man who is you not shorter than you. Because number one, you're already very statuesque. So you do not <laughs> want to look down upon someone I, because you I feel want, like you're- I want, I want all of my short kings out here who are listening to this right now to say that- She said not today. <laughs> I have never in my life cut out a whole category of eligible bachelors because of their heights. Would you? Right, because you know, short people, you know, we, we got going on. I'm saying, you you know. <laughs> shameless plug, shameless plug. Okay, okay. Oh, no. Now, now, I would like for you to ask the question that you want to ask, but you better, you better close it soft. <laughs> you better close it soft. Shout out to, to Super. Don't slam my door. You better close it soft. Shout out to Super Saiyan. You better close it soft. Um, okay, so what I was going to say 
was and she is she is in it like in well, my I just want to make sure you you are not misrepresenting me is all hand on, hand on chin and everything standing I, I will not be misrepresented to the masses no 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 i i did not mean that i my i, cho- I chose the wrong words y'all i apologize twice. <laughs> was it twice though but no so meaning Okay, so you've already, you've set expectations for, like, the kind of guy. How about this? Let me let me retract and give you the opportunity to answer that question. Instead I, of speaking for like you. you. I like you. Now, I kind of like you stumbling now, all over. No, because you, you like having my foot in my mouth. And I love to taste the feet, but not my own feet. Yeah. So. <laughs> now, 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 that's a motherfucking non-negotiable for me. I don't like feet. Okay, so a prime example. You've everything, you on that. everything that you want, everything that you want in a man, everything, but he has a foot fetish. Lord Jesus, why would you do this to me? I mean, but but he is literally on paper. Look, in I, front I, of I you. would. Here's the thing. I would attempt. I wouldn't. I. It would not be an immediate write off for me. It would not be an immediate deal breaker. We gonna have to have some conversations about this. So all you <laughs> short men, all you short men out there with, with with nice feet who like uh who like a woman with nice feet. No, no, no. Here's the thing. I'm I'm never going to dote upon your feet. That's not happening. <laughs> Could you imagine having a whole conversation? <laughs> she said this. dote upon your feet. I'm I am not, not going to be doting upon your feet. Sir. <laughs> the royal foot is clean, your highness. No, be giving that. I could just imagine no. you having a whole ass conversation. Like, it's look, we have to have show. a sit down and conversation. We like, don't have to have a conversation about this. When you say you have a foot fetish, what does that mean? What does like, that mean? I so, need okay. you to explain this to me in detail and to bring it full circle. I need you to explain to me what your expectations are of me. Okay. okay. We need to have a conversation about it. So no, I'm not going to immediately. It's not like, oh, no, I ain't even. No, no, no. It's not going like to be a boomerang. It's not going to be a boomerang. And she got I'm, I'm, I'm willing to talk about it. <laughs> I can like if this ever happens, can can you let us be privy onto this whole no. conversation? Yes. Why no. we, please? Because no. she thinks because because it's gonna be something that's gonna be between them as it should be. Number one. Okay. Like, look, certain no. things do need to and be this is already no, this is already hard enough for me in the life. first place. Okay. <laughs> you want me to share my grief? No. But he's taking care of your feet anyway. So all right, moving forward. Okay. 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 So. <laughs> I want. <laughs> I mean, Got me he doesn't have to. Have, he doesn't have to have a foot fetish. Okay, we're let's just get off the subject of feet because your face changes every single time I mention uh, a pink, big toe, little toe, middle toe, ring toe. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't care. Mistletoe. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, what did I write down? Because. Yeah, go to your notes. Refer to the notes. <laughs> okay, so we're, I think, so going back to the clip from the beginning, and like, yes, it led off with this, but this episode is just not just about that, because it's really about like us setting these, these poor representations of what ex- perfection is. And I was like doing my little research and things, and I saw this thing that said Alicia Keys knows best. 
um, and about, you know, during a time when Alicia stopped wearing makeup um, or at least, no, stopped wearing the heavy makeup because she still wears makeup, but it's a natural look, right? But it's the expectation of that you have to be beautiful. You have to be poised. You have to um, be dressed to the nine. You have to do all these different things. But life is you don't wake up unless you wake up maybe about like 20 minutes before your partner does brush your teeth, do your hair, wash, wash your face, do your makeup, and then slowly lay back in the bed with your hair just so like placed and just like, mm. so um, like <laughs> what's that movie with, uh, that's what, I'm thinking. that's what I'm thinking of. Um, is that love and basketball? No, 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 no. It's, um, it's brown sugar. No, yes, it is. It's, it's something new. Something, something new. new the name of the movie is something new um but yeah oh. she did exactly that she would wake up like early yeah and um, then go back to sleep and, yeah. and then like get herself like all together and then like lay just lay in the pillow i did see this scene i just don't know i just don't recall what it is the movie is something new um but so let me ask you then right so besides that so let's 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 debunk the whole idea about like we we when we want to get into and so right now we're just talking about relationships but this whole thing is not just about relationships we don't set just expectations on just relationships right um but here's this thing that i saw where it was talking about like the dismantling the expectations versus reality uh trap that we often fall into and it's basically the framework of everything that we've ever seen growing up. Expectations live in a world where we do, everyone we meet in our conscious and subconscious mind in the atmosphere places interactions, circumstances that may bring good energy or serve as motivation or as a sign of ambition. After all, we need to expect a little bit more from ourselves to achieve these new goals. But yet more often, these expectations are sticky, problematic, and act like a trap to push a, to push an agenda forward. And that agenda for it is disappointment. So like in Spider-Man, how she said, you know, um, shout out, shout out to uh, what's, 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 what's this girl's name? Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> my thing. Shout out to Zendaya. You know, that that line that she says, if I never get um, if I never get um, if I never expect anything, I never get disappointed. Um, how do you feel about like not setting any kind of expectations up just so you don't get disappointed I, Go ahead. I don't i don't think that that's a way to live either mm -hmm. you know if you if you move through life doing things that you don't get disappointed you're missing out on a whole aspect of life like, mm -hmm. I think people take like disappointment as such like a negative thing, but like it can be so much more as a teaching moment. Mm -hmm. It's, it's an experience that, you know, we're meant to have, like, I, I, I think people try to live so hard in, in the highs of life, which is great. You know, I think that's, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but like, you can't avoid the lows either. Mm -hmm. um, Cause there's, there's something there's something that can always, again, here we go. Here's the sunshiny, happy glasses full. Something can glare. blossom. I knew you. There's, there's something to be learned from everything, mm -hmm. from everything. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think that that's a half way to live. And I think that that is taking more energy to 
not have expectations, to avoid having disappointments than it would be to just move through life fully. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think once again, it goes back to what I had said earlier, which is the semantics of it all. You know, you can have expectations, but, you know, you can't worry about what the outcomes are going to be, you know, because you want to, you know, whatever that situation is, whether it be a relationship, whether it be uh, an event that you're going to, whether it be the, the, it could be the weather, you thought it was going to be sunny out and it wasn't. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of days, you know? It's not sunny out today, but it might be that sunny out tomorrow. So whatever you had to do, maybe you can do it tomorrow. We get disappointed. We get set up for, we set ourselves up for failure because we think like, that's it. Like I couldn't do it. Then, oh, well, and we get become jaded. And I see, I, t- I tell this to people all the time, especially people who want to be in relationships, like immediately, you know, especially me coming out of a relationship, um, a long-term relationship don't rush it because once it once it happens then you got to really work to like keep up with it mm-hmm. and once and 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 if you do that and then and, and it doesn't work out you can't become jaded because the person that might be for you is coming along and here you are is giving them negative vibes that person is ready and that person is not going to sit there to take that so they're just going to move right past you and that goes for people that goes for opportunities you can't mm-hmm. be negative and you want to you're, you're around people who they have nothing but positive stuff going on with them so don't be so callous and worrying about the outcome if it didn't work out then maybe next time and if it doesn't work out several times in a row maybe that means something needs to change mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you just give up on the situation and you just say you know i'm, I just, I'm not going to have any expectations like people can be so there's the danger of being of if a situation doesn't work out the way that you want it to and you're going to be disappointed you're already setting expectations for how you're going to move and live in that disappointment right and you don't know it's not as bad as you think it's gonna be you you don't notice that you just you just call you call it you just you're just not calling it that but this is the same thing. I'm not going to set any expectations. Well, that's you setting an expectation that you're not going to set any expectations. <laughs> exactly. How much does that make, ma'am? Ma'am, sir. Well, ma'am, I've been lady. told, you know, if we ever break up, then this, that, and the third, and this, and this, and I'm going to feel this, and I'm going to feel that, and this, that, blah, 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 blah. Well. So, it's, so, okay, so it's funny you say that, right? So, like, before I was going to get into what I was actually going to say, I was listening to, remember I was saying, as well as I listened to, and then we had sex podcast, which by far, guys, check them out. They're actually really dope. Um, she, They were talking about, like, when they break up, what's your expectations of your partner? Um, like, not break up when they die. God oh, forbid something okay. happens to me. What's your expectation? I, I, I expect you to see someone, but it can't be a friend. Or the other one said, yes, I would prefer you to date one of my friends because y'all are both mourning together. You, They know me and they know, you know, they would look out for you more because I don't want them around my kids. It's but I so know this funny. person. It's so yeah. many different I've had layers a friend who has said that to me. She's like, if I ever die, I want you to date my husband. I was like, what? <laughs> Hilarious. Now, what, what, would you do if, what would you do if you found out she was saying she was like, secretly while they were like doing the do like, like, <laughs> where what? are you going with this, <laughs> you with this scenario? 
I know, just doing the do and doing role play. It's fake. So hey, I'm, I'm Blair. Yeah, call me Blair. Uh, <laughs> uh. Okay. Interesting enough, right? So I dated this one guy and <laughs> he was trying to get information out of me saying that I cheated on him, um, which I didn't. Um, there goes I thought you were going to say, which I did. <laughs> no, I, I didn't <laughs> cheat on him. I did not cheat on him um, at that point. Um, what in the semantics we talked semantics. about? This. I mean, we talked about it like, uh, and I, you know, I, I'm glad I'm not the man I used to be, you know, um, but let's say, so for, for this argument that we were having, we were fucking and he was, he kept saying, fuck me like you fucked Eddie. And I'm like, I didn't fuck Eddie, but I'm still fucking him. Right. And he has this expectation that every guy that he's ever been with has cheated on him with with one of their friends and eddie well eddie, eddie <laughs> shout out to eddie eddie is one of my exes and eddie was a hoe um but then he does not listen and even if he does he's a hoe um he oh, has this expectation that he has been in relationships and every relationship he expects this to happen he expects for them to cheat on him with either a friend or either one of their exes or someone that they both know so every single time we would get into a situation, he would always pick an argument and try to make it sound like I'm doing what he expected because this is what he's been used to. Also, like he wanted me to hit him. He's like, why won't you hit me? And I'm like, I don't understand. Why do you want to get hit? But every relationship, very traumatic. He's it, and I understood. And I and this goes part about being unbothered. Right. I understand his trauma now. Right. So now like, if I run into that same situation now, um, which praise God, I hope I don't. Um, but <laughs> I would pray not. Um, but I would know how to handle that because that situation was that was something that needed therapy that he had to work through because he was living. He was constantly repeating the same cycle over and over again because there was something that he didn't heal from in himself. And like we said before, you're going to keep repeating it. You're going to keep going in until you learn the lesson. Um but so, but that that expectation, because we can place these expectations in three categories. We got expectations we put on us, expectations um, of others, and expectations, um, our own expectations. Um, wait, no, others' expectations of us. There we go. Others' expectations of us, our expectations of others, and then our expectations of ourselves. And it's always like trying to match the reality with your expectation so this is like before when i was saying how i want to make sure and i said this before in a previous episode i want to make sure that my words match my actions so when i speak to people i want to make sure that people um know what i'm talking about and know versus what what it's translating to so if it's translating something different then let me adjust myself so it makes more sense. Like right now, how I feel like I'm not making sense, but I know that I am, but I expect you guys to get it, but your faces are telling me you don't. So I really like, maybe I need to adjust myself, which is okay. And this is part of what I mean, as far as like, I expect you both to understand me at all times, or you both expect you, either one of you expect to, you know, us, but you know that that's not a reality, right? Because we can't, because we're three different human beings. Mm -hmm. or like family members we're three you know we're two different human beings you can't expect your mother to get it your 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 co-worker to get it you well your co-worker shouldn't get it because it's your co-worker that's your job unless you're that type of person 
you know, I've been the person, so I understand what that like. What that's like. Mm-hmm. This message has been brought to you by PJ, and only PJ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, we're, everybody's not always on the same page, and I think that's what people seem to forget. Um, going back to like that that situation that you was just talking about with your friend Eddie, it sounds like, uh, or I should say, the your ex, and he was talking about Eddie. Uh, it just sounds like he went through a traumatic situation and instead of talking it out and letting reality be reality, he kind of manifested mm-hmm. all of the negative stuff. Correct. And he really just sat there and just was like, you know, I know that you're going to do it. And it's all like, well, do you, do you, sir? Do you really? Cause I never have any, I never, like we all talk about like, this is this conversation about intention. Like that's not my intention. Intentions mean nothing um from the way that other people can take it like you may not i I didn't intend to hurt or it it's such and i'm slightly kind of learning this as i get older about intention and really what it means to set intention but also the intention has to be followed up with the action that makes sense for the other person to comprehend what you're intending oh that 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 smoothly came out word (laughs) um whiskey but it's but it's but it's 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 the like slow wisdom that comes right um so 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 in terms of outside of outside of relationships how do you um how how would you guys suggest people not to go down this rabbit hole of expectations and outcomes and and fantasies like we did it we did it with with relationships right just kind of like changing the narrative and i think that's really easy because you just start manipulating specific facets of things that you want in a person Mm -hmm. how do you do it with like you know your everyday everyday life your career where you're going um what is that i think you have to assess what that thing is capable of so if it's your career like what is your what is what is capable like what are all of the possible outcomes and then you can set expectations from there whether it's a a family member or whatever it is like getting an understanding of like what a person is capable of or what a situation is capable of and what the outcomes are then you can better start setting what your expectations are of that person place thing or idea also See, known I- as a noun okay i think the career is the job is the job place is a very different monster when it comes to expectations because you have to fill out these requirements you have to be able to do this job you are expected to do this job this is why we hired you to do this one function this is your job it gets muddy when those expectations are come with um i don't know like emotional feelings like I ex- I have a step. Prime example. Shout out to the, the the last place I worked, the worst place I worked. Um, shout out to you, NYU. My boss, right, had this expectation of three of us being the overachievers, the outstanding employees, to always do above and beyond because we did that, right? We s- kind of set that expectation because we put that ball in motion. But yet every other manager has the same skill set, has the same responsibility, but she didn't expect that from them, even though that was their job to do so. So when they didn't do it, 
they weren't reprimanded in the way that we were reprimanded because we were expected to go above and beyond because we normally would. But the reason why we stopped going above and beyond is because our ex, you're, you're, the expectations and the reality of the situation is that we're both getting, let's say we're both getting the same pay. We're not. I know one of them was getting more than me um, and I was doing more work than they were. So how fair is that? So like, I think like when it comes to like your job, like they expect you to do this is what we hired you for. If you do above and beyond, then it's time to talk about promotions. Like I expect I mean when I say like assess like what it's capable of. Right. So if you're if if you're like I you know, and a lot of people know this, or maybe some people don't know this. If you are look, if you are a type of person who wants to grow within an organization, if you have been working there for more than three years and you have not moved up, it is time for you to move to a different department or move somewhere else because they are not the growth is not as fast as it possibly can be. If especially if you um, are a great worker if you are doing your job and you are your your performance reviews are always like you're getting fours and fives right hardly anybody's supposed to get fives um if they're still doing it in the number system again it's been a while since i've been in corporate um but what do you what do you do when you set the expectation for them to support you as an employer going through something that is affecting your actual job like going to like um EOO, what is it, whatever it's called that the, the employees can call when you need to speak to someone or not just HR, but like when you call, yeah, okay, yeah, them. And or if you go to HR and you expect to be supported, but you know, soon as you call HR to complain about something or someone that becomes and it's an HR tactic. Um, if you guys look it up, and I was doing a little research on it before because I was love watching, you know, I fall into these YouTube holes. Um, about how it sometimes when you do that, the next thing you know is that they start nitpicking at you, and the next thing you know is they're going to try to get you out because you reported them. Oh, retaliation, you. right? And it's illegal in the workplace. It's and illegal, but it's. I just took my uh my 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 workplace training seminar because so you have to re up it every year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was on there. It's called retaliation. So, and that's side note, um, I saw something uh, that was floating around. I didn't get a chance to research it to see if it's true, but I heard that starting November 1st, uh, New York City is supposed to be uh, making sure that all salaries are posted for all positions. Mm. So there won't be any hiding. Wait, so wait, wait, salaries, like every, the position itself, you know that this is the position. This is the position, so that the salary. Mm -hmm. huh. which, 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 which is, I think it's really good because for the people who didn't know they were getting like short change, like really bad. Like when mm -hmm. I first started working for Dwayne Reed, uh, they, uh, <clears throat> I was an assistant store manager and I did not, you know me, I didn't want to just take whatever they was just giving me. So I negotiated all the way up to their, their, their highest tier. And be, unfortunately there, you know, the system is not um, airtight. I was able to see somebody else's salary and it was like it was like a ten thousand dollar difference so when you're saying the the new thing that's supposed to go into effect it's supposed to be people actual individuals and their salaries or the position and their salaries there um no you can see their actual positions the actual positions and what their salaries so you know what they, what you're going for no no yeah so, no, no, no that's no, what no, i'm no, saying like is it like it's things. like blair tate who is a adjunct professor makes x y and z and not 
adjunct professor. Excellent. No, it'd be adjunct professor. Yeah. Right, okay. right. That, 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 yeah. That, so yeah, that, 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 that's, yeah. I'm going to read the, the random post that I saw. Reminder that NYC pay transparency law goes into effect November, on November 1st. This means companies must share the salary for all job openings, including internal transfers and promotions. Yeah, I so, feel like a lot of like, well, that's the interesting part because I feel like a lot of companies already do that right now. Like they post like what the, um, well, I guess that's just like when they're hiring. So I guess there's a difference between when they're hiring and then like what the current positions are. But that'll be interesting to see like, you know, when there is like internal shifting. Mm-hmm. Um, You're going to get, because that's the way that the city does it. You know what people work. There's no well, that, and that's why I have that because I work for the city. So like, I'm like, I, I know how much people is making. Yeah, yeah, and so so looking so, at so, people in my department, I'm like, you don't do jack shit, but you make six figures. Make it make so that's money. so that's crazy, right? So me coming from a private institution, you know, the job that I had, to be honest with you, I I prostituted the fuck out of me to get that job. Like when I say prostituted, I mean you know, an interview, y'all is nothing but prostitution. You have to sell yourself. That's, that's what right. I mean. You better toot that booty up and listen and and open these legs. Um and just go boom 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 so she could be like ooh what what is that moving in there um the boom, boom, boom. <laughs> this the sound effects sound, for me sound effects and all but so I realized and I learned that you know the position like at the position I had um I technically had little to complain about even though I was just talking about expectation um I had little to complain about because I was the only one there in that title without a bachelor's degree, Mm -hmm. right? And making more than two of them that did have the bachelor's degree. However, those two, one of them was a hire, was a transfer from another department um, and she got transferred because this department was management. So they automatically got a jump in, in the pay as well as the title. Um, and then the, and she just knew people. And the other one was one who just didn't do the job, but just was like, like, um, just a regular hire because they needed to put somebody in the chair soon or else the boss was going to get in trouble. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of side conversations about that. Um, uh, but it's just weird how sometimes we let these expectations of what we expect from our job get in the way of our performance. Um, but at the same time, it should get in the way of your performance because this ain't like this ain't God's love. This ain't unconditional. You treat me right. You don't treat me right. I'm leaving. Well, okay. <laughs> and just like that. And that's how Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> Period. <too. laughs> All right. Last question because we're going to wrap this up. Um, what going forward with everything that you know now, right? For as Blair Tate, as PJ, as Red, when people are to meet you individually, what are your ex- what are your bless you? What are your expectations um, for the outside world? I guess to know. I don't know how I want to word this. I'm trying to figure out the best way to word this. Like, what is your expectations of of the your expectations of your pursuit of happiness based on everything that you've learned so far now. So let me, okay. So, so to give you a better, like 
example, right? So my expectation of my pursuit of happiness is to what I've been doing um, more so continuing to learn more about myself by shutting the fuck up. Um, and when I say by shutting the fuck up, by not putting my burdens, not putting my my past traumas, not putting my um, issues on anybody else, because I can't expect you to understand me because you're not me walking in these shoes, been what I've been through. Um, so I expect you to see me as a blank slate. And then we go from here on out. I think that made sense. I need to take a sip of some water because I hope this is liquor, but it's not. It's water. Um, Did that make sense? Yes. Yes and no. Then no. Okay, but so okay. I'm, so. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say okay. that I think just in general, and now I'm going back on like what I what we were talking about before with like, I'm not going to have expectations and I won't be disappointed, but it's more so along the lines of I think for me in my pursuit of happiness, as we're calling it, is more so based on not having the rigidity with all the rules of like how things are supposed to go. Like, um, like, oh, I, you know, I gotta be married by the time I'm this age and I gotta do this and I gotta do that in order to be happy, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, it's much more about just enjoying where I am now and being open to whatever is going to come. That actually, thank you, because that's kind of what I would meant, like being more present mm -hmm. and not being so focused on not being so focused on like the things that I expect to happen and the things that like I'm expecting. Uh, and, and here comes the there's the, there's a difference between what I expect to happen and what I have belief in that will happen, because I think expectation is time is is uh, it's attached to a timeline. And my belief is things will happen when they're supposed to. So I can still have, you know, um, things that I'm looking to achieve and things that I'm looking to add into my life and, and certain milestones that I would like to cross, but I don't have an expectation that they're supposed to happen at any specific time. I believe that they will happen and that's enough for me. So, um, start over, pause, 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 wait, wait, until you catch up. Your your video froze. Oh. Keep moving okay. around so we can see. Like, and you're back. back. So to piggyback. You know, well, I was, pulling, I, I was pulling up the rear in the past, making sure that all the information came into the future. Amen. <laughs> Um, just to kind of piggyback off what Blair was saying, I think, um, I think my pursuit of happiness is if I can summarize what you said, uh, Blair into just one line, and that's just, just to not force it. Um, don't force it. I think, um, I, I'm a lot of this experience. Um, a lot of the stuff I'm I'm saying today is based off of this experience, this event, only because it's so recent. But 
I know at when I was there and I was meeting different people, I met this uh, this young lady uh, who is a Broadway actress. She's coming to do a new show here with the cast, and I was meeting them. And there was like there must have been 150, 200 people there. And um, I remember saying, I need to meet more people. I need to meet more people. And I felt like at one point, I felt like there was I wasn't meeting enough people. And I needed to do more net, networking. And I, I know I've always told people that I'm poor at networking, but somewhere in there, I just stopped myself. And I said, that's enough. I got like five or six different people's contacts when I was there and good conversation. Did you get Sam's? No, because they all, all the actors ran out of the room because they, <laughs> they were going to be yep. mobbed. Um, but, you know, I got, I got, you know, good context and they're, they're amazing people. And I think I was trying to, at that moment, realize that I was trying to force it, you know, doing stuff before it was its time. And one of the things that I'm realizing is that all the work that I've been putting in um, is starting to catch up and compound, compound and, and gel and come together. And that, that wasn't forced. It was just a matter of time. You know, things just need to happen, land in the right place. Maybe mm -hmm. the director that you met a year ago didn't have his script ready and now he does. And now he calls you or whatever that looks like. I mean, so I think it's just don't force it. If you don't force it and you just have positive expectations, you will reap the wards tenfold. Mm -hmm. That, that right there is that that's like even an example of this podcast like you remember when we first started like um it was it was it was tough it was tough to yeah. get it started and even like to like to get the listenership that we have now right to actually like get people to like pay attention and, and understand who we are um and for me always like even with this and the daily project shout out to the daily project it is coming back i paid it off today it is coming back really soon yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's another reason why I'm in a really good mood. Um, but it's okay. Um, but like the idea of like trying to always make one of somebody want to do something, like it it comes at its time. Like I learned the best time to talk about something is when the moment is right. Not because you think that this would be good for them, or mm -hmm. like it's the universe, the God, everybody will show you the way. And so I be I wanted to close this out with this quote from from Michael J. Fox. Um, it's this, the first white man I've ever quoted on this on this here uh, podcast. <laughs> but Michael J. Fox is a beloved actor. Uh, so, you know, uh, it's, it's this thing on his forehead. Uh, and he goes, my happiness grows in direct proportion to my acceptance and inverse proportion to my expectation. So, like, when you start it's it's like it's the idea of it is what it is but it's what you make it so it this is i'm accepting it i'm accepting what this is and i am happier and i'm not worrying about how you think about me how you think about my friends how you think about uh red as he's putting more of these things on his forehead which is a symbol that he's ready to go um how you do <laughs> to get sillier at the end of the episode every this single time i mean He's hungry. You know, um, you know, I just posted something as well that said, like, you shouldn't be caring about what lame ass humans think on this damn earth. I just posted something like that as well. 
did you i, I was going to share this with you that was the girl how you stop how you stop toxic people whereas a girl was like oh my god why is she wearing do you see her why is she wearing that wig and the girl interrupted her and she's like why do you care <laughs> good night and she was like i mean i don't she said and then but she said then, but look then, at her she said, and why are we so moving like like if it's not yeah. affecting you, I mean, and, and I think letting go and being grateful and showing gratitude and accepting and understanding and touching yourself, all these things are really great to Always meet make your sure expectations. To touch yourself. Please. Please. Sometimes, twice a day. <laughs> and on that <laughs> note, <laughs> grabs my Albaline. On that note, guys, make <laughs> thank you for taking time to listen to another episode of highly motherfucking melanated the safe space where it is okay to touch yourself two times uh can we edit that number do it uh, as much and as touch you yourself need. blank time maybe as many times the safe space where it is okay to touch yourself as many times as it takes for you to be happy don't expect for it to be the same today as it was yesterday because today is a new day that's, 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 that's full circle <laughs> and on on that note guys you can follow us on social media such as instagram and tiktok that is highly melanated podcast make sure to shoot us an email with your questions comments concerns tips to highly melanated podcast at gmail.com i know that's right and y'all better come on over to twitter there ain't no expectations so don't expect no food don't expect no drinks don't expect no, there ain't gonna be no seats just come at H underscore melanated pod. Just come. <laughs> Just come, not C U M, but come. Unless you have to come. Now, why'd you have to make it nasty? <laughs> we were talking about touching ourselves. <laughs> That's what he was talking about. I know what he was talking about. Just I was not. That's your expectation. And on uh, that note, <laughs> on that note, peace, love, and um skeet skeet. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> this episode skeet skeet. Sorry. <laughs> I don't go out one too many times. Okay. And skeet skeet. Let's go with it. Sure. Why not? Sure. If I do, it'll be skeet skeet lowered expectations. No, no. But uh, the windows peace. to the walls. Peace, love, and from the windows to the walls. <laughs> and y'all know the rest of that how that song goes yeah fill in the blank here good night <laughs> good night